all of my, I have quite some uh, Russian hacker friends uh, who also used HackerOne. And uh, we were questioning, like, what is going to happen now? I guess we yeah. cannot be paid uh, because of the bank sanctions, but what about banks that are not under sanctions? Yeah. That's really interesting. So in, in other words, you're saying these hackers who are attacking Russia think they're doing a good thing, but it actually perhaps has the opposite effect, yeah? As one of the side effects, yeah. There yeah. should be, surely there is like good things, yeah. which kind of can be justified. There are bad things, you know, it's, it's very complicated. I wouldn't want to be just one-sided here, of course. Hey everyone, it's David Bomble. I really wanna thank all of you who watch my channel. And in today's interview, I've got a very special guest from Russia. He commented on one of my videos. Uh, many of you have seen that video with Occupy the Web. Timo, welcome. Thank you, David. Hello to you too. Thank you for having me. So tell us a bit about yourself. I mean, this started as a conversation in the comments on the Ocu Occupy the Web Russia video, where you were saying things like, um, David, what was said in that video is incorrect. So tell us a bit about yourself and then tell us, you know, why you disagree with some of the comments made. All right. So my name is Timur uh, and my hacker one handle is Iris from Dub. Uh, yep. So I am Bug bounty enthusiast, I really do earn quite some money on it, but not as much as I'd like to, of course. My main goal, my main profession is like I, I deploy databases at the moment, but yeah. I have been in web uh, hacking. I really don't like the term, but web hacking for three years. So I kind of understand the thing or two. And um, I really was, I was surprised when I heard uh, some of the things that uh, the gentleman of uh, Occupy the Web said. So yep. this is really ridiculous, guys, because uh, it really started as an immature comment with a just simple phrase like, this is not true or something. And it actually evolved into me and uh, David's, well, David's um, communicating over the email. And here we are. I really... I would really appreciate if it started from like me finding some crazy zero day vulnerability <laughs> and having to explain it, but the situation is much more much more dramatic, unfortunately. But nevertheless, appreciate you, David. Appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it, you know, you can't control what happens in life, and I mean, I think a lot of us would prefer things being different. But tell us, you know, Occupy the Web said like ninety eight percent of websites have been dosed and. Um, some websites have been defaced. And in the comments, you said a lot of that's not true. So could you tell us, you know, like you're in the ground, on the ground, you're in St. Petersburg, I believe. Uh, in St. Petersburg, indeed, this is the second largest city in Russia, basically one of three or four like hubs of everything in Russia. So what's actually happening in your experience? Because I mean, you, I'll just say this for everyone who's watching, you're not the only person who said that in the comments. I had a lot of comments. I, I don't want to hop on this, but I do read a lot of the comments on YouTube. I can't read all of them, but I do take the feedback seriously. And that's why we're talking today. So, you know, tell us, you know, what, what's actually happening in your experience? Well, uh, the gentleman said that 
most of the internet. How well, first of all, how do we define internet? Is that intranet? Is that yeah. companies internal like websites? No, I guess that's uh, what he meant is public internet, and that is just not true. I mean, let's acknowledge that there are a lot of the DDoSes, a lot, a lot, a lot of DDoSes in here in Ukraine. Uh, we are DDoSing everybody, everybody DDoSing us, everybody yeah. DDoSing everybody, and so on. But it's not as drastic as a gentleman pointed out. Yes, I did. I couldn't, for example, buy uh, train tickets because yeah. uh, the railroad, we have state-owned railroads and the railroad provider website was down for a day. That There's that. And there's, of course, there are outages and leaks and hacks, but it's really, everything is functioning, if not as normal, but very close. I mean, there are um, some uh, outages that have been persistent throughout this war. By the way, I am obligated uh, to say that it is not a war, but a military, special military operation. How yeah. ridiculous would it sound? But whatever. Uh, let's uh, just say that it's a special military operation. I will say that. You can say whatever. There has been outages like uh, our defense ministry website, I believe, has been down for a couple of, couple of weeks or yep. for a whole month and so on. You know, just... But the, the question here is, why would you want it down? I mean, it's uh, it's basically a homepage, a landing page. There's nothing crucial. And really, there are a lot of questions arises on the nature of these DDoSes. I do not want to be a conspirologist and so on, but some targets, some uh, actions are really, really questionable. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. I, I think you mentioned and some other people were mentioning that um, there was a medical website that was taken down or something. Uh, it's really an everything, not medical website. Uh, okay. well, first of all, there is. Uh, let's acknowledge that there is an IT department of Ukraine uh, and there is like a so-called IT army Twitter account, which uh, is curated by, uh, it's uh, known so, by um, IT Ministry of of, uh, Ukraine, which has published a list of targets. Now, let's be clear. Uh, first, of, oh, by the way, I must acknowledge that I stand, of course, as all human beings against the war, against the suffering of the people, right? And I understand what they do. They do out of fear, emotion, out of passion, out of they are defending themselves. I do understand that. Let's make it clear. I'm not affiliated with any uh, military. I'm not affiliated with any government agency and so on. Uh, but they target, one of the targets is gososlugi.ru. This is our social services website. Okay. Uh, people, uh, well, of course, among everybody, I, I use it, everybody uses it for their own purposes, like uh, issuing driver license, uh, like, uh, you know, changing your documents or whatever. But some people use it to get medical treatment, uh, to apply for cancer program to apply for a disability program. Why would you want to take down website, which is not a landing page, actually, as it is with the uh, uh, Department of Defense website. This is landing page. Gosses Look is not a landing page. It, this is a surface for a large social infrastructure. Why would you want it down? This is a question. I was going to say, it's it's always difficult. I mean, and we, we want to try and avoid the, the politics as much as we can and get into technical stuff. I suppose the people think they're helping by DDoSing Russia, but it, from what you're telling me, it's having like um, other effects that it's not necessarily doing exactly what people intended um, and it's affecting normal people like yourself. Is that right? Uh, well, 
everybody is affected by this yeah. war. I do not want to point it out myself as, a, as an individual here. But yeah, there. Uh, by the way, speaking of technical details, Western officials have uh, said their citizen not to engage in such warfare, at least yeah. from the territories of uh, sovereign states of, you know, America, US, uh, UK or Spain or Japan, whatever, because it has a larger implication that uh, you out of your patriotic fervor would assume because uh, if you are ddosing anything this traffic has to go somewhere right it has to use the bandwidth it has to uh, use the computers you don't want to end up like commander x you know commander x maybe yeah well he's now standing trial or pleading guilty i don't know i don't really know for the action that he did way way before for ddosing so this is really well in my point of view when you ddos this is like uh, you are basically taking a gun right and you kind of are criminal you kind of use resources you kind of there there are a lot of implications that you should understand this is something to so, something to always consider so tell me if you're in russia do you care how do you like how are we doing this are you on a vpn is is traffic being blocked out of russia are there is it true from what i'm hearing in the news reports that like stuff is being blocked facebook's being blocked stuff like that now <laughs> just just please take a take a close look into this sentence meta is considered as an extremist organization so we have taliban ISIS, Meta, everything's right. Everything in this list is right, right? Okay, so this is ridiculous. And yes, Facebook is blocked in Russia. Twitter is blocked in Russia. Instagram is blocked in Russia. Usually you would not be able to go to these to these websites without using VPN. Zoom, uh, by the way, having uh, said that Meta is considered an extremist organization, WhatsApp, which is being part, if you know, this uh, ecosystem, yeah. isn't blocked uh, because it's considered not as a mass media or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's considered as a communication method, so it is not blocked. But So uh, the, 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 there are like several legislative problems like Russians are permitted to use those, but they are blocked. You know, there's it's crazy it's just crazy and uh yeah i guess one of the topics that were outlined is that uh thing that i said that russian government has been doing a lot of hackers work for hackers by blocking access to certain resources and yes that's true here the thing is uh to all hackers that uh, decide to help ukraine i completely understand you but uh, russia needs more internet not less uh, as ridiculous as it sounds you see there's and i cannot uh distinguish it from politics unfortunately a lot of media and by a lot i mean most of all uh most of independent independent media has been blocked uh before the special military operation yep. uh, and during it. And uh, Russians now rely on some Telegram channels on YouTube, mostly on YouTube, because it hasn't been blocked, but he's very he's uh, walking on a fine edge now. And um, now Russians can gather what, inf- what information can they gather, right? State yep. media, what do you expect Russians to hear from state media, right? Yeah, that there are a lot of enemies around. Everybody wants to destroy us. And that's the message which you uh, hackers who engage in DDoS or whoever you might be. I, I don't judge you, first of all, but this is kind of helpful because you see there are enemies. They are destroying our infrastructure. They are uh, taking down our government website. 
So they must be they must be afraid of our government uh, website. They must be afraid of you know the truth. Yeah, uh, this twisted truth that they see fit. And so by destroying the infrastructure, you are kind of helping this to you know be a self fulfilling prophecy. That's really interesting. So in, in other words, you're saying these hackers who are attacking Russia think they're doing a good thing, but it actually perhaps has the opposite effect, yeah? yeah as one of the side effects, yeah. There yeah. should be, sure, there's like good things, yeah. which kind of can be justified. There are bad things, you know, it's it's very complicated. I wouldn't want to be just one-sided here, of course. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really tough discussion. And, I, and, you know, just for everyone who's watching, um, we've discussed like you and my worries about you getting into trouble. I know we have to be very careful what we say, but you as an individual, as a technical person in Russia, how are things for you personally? I mean, like, can you still study? I mean, you have access to YouTube. Can you still go about your business? Or, you know, is, are you just running out of food? You, we hear all kinds of things. Um, can you can you buy food? Can you buy products? Or, you know, is it is it a real struggle these days? All right. So, YouTube is a great source of knowledge. By the way, guys, check out Kali videos by David. It's awesome. <laughs> I personally myself wanted to thank you so much for them. I uh, I wanted to say that I, I'm self-taught, but really it's the community. People yeah. like you who share their knowledge are, you know, the the, the founding fathers. So, they, so thank you very much, guys. Check this out. Appreciate um, it. Yeah. YouTube is, is up, uh, but Coursera has pulled out. It's, okay. it's a massive trend of pulling out of Russia. Yeah. By the way, huge kudos for Cloudflare. You must know Cloudflare. Cloudflare, Cloudflare is, I think, the company in the world for uh, going to against DDoS protection, yeah. right? Uh, for DDoS protection and uh, CDN, they have like huge CDN. A prop. The things for not pulling out of Russia because of the the their the, it was their statement like Russia needs more internet and not less. Yeah, but Coursera, a lot of uh, Udemy, Udemy, right? This is a very important um, studying uh, courses uh, resource. They are all pulling out. Yeah, uh, that also being contributed by the fact uh, that Visa and Mastercard do not allow us international payments. So. Even if it's not, uh, even if the company hasn't pulled out, we are not able to pay uh, with our plastic cards by anything international. Well, it's if it's not like Kazakhstan um, and our you know short, very short list of uh, of countries. So yeah. basically, yep, we are pretty much blocked, ex uh, except for you know open source materials. Yeah, I don't know why you mentioning food, Russia. You know. There are a lot of people who live beneath the poverty line. They don't care. They are, they survive. They live to survive. They are still living to survive. A lot of people who had like uh, plans, who had ambitions, they are now pretty much doing the same, I guess. Um, well, there is no food shortages. Yep. But, and uh, again, I, there's no uh, stressing this enough that we should acknowledge the, the real struggle which happens to the south of our border, right? We're not, uh, I'm not saying that we are all, please help us. No, it's, you should help them, right? Um, but uh, from, my, from a personal experience, uh, I woke up, go to the store, realize that prices have risen 50% in some cases. 50%, yeah. If it, in in some cases, not all yep. of them, of course, uh, because 
there's like so certain social goods we weren't able to buy sugar for a week or so <laughs> because people crazily i guess that people get that from covid right when you yeah. saw this buy toilet paper toilet paper yeah but to, yeah. i guess uh, uh sugar is russian toilet paper or whatever <laughs> <laughs> so there's I, i'm not joking you weren't able to go to a local store and buy sugar for a week i guess it's fixed now because somebody said oh what are you doing we are not. Uh, we should not show our people that we show, have shortages. Anyway, in in other words, for you personally, the effects are that you can't use your um, Visa, Mastercard, that kind of stuff. You can't buy internationally, and you can't access like Udemy and some websites, some some um, online websites. Apart from that, are you still going to work? Are still things still carrying on like kind of normal, except for like huge price increases? Can I plug my personal message to a specific company? You can plug what you like. I mean, I'll ju- I'll just say this: the the interviews are totally unedited. Like uh, you can say what you like. So, um, you go for it. Yeah. Uh, so, I said that I was a bug bounty enthusiast, yeah. and I really, really, really appreciate a company called HackerOne, yeah. which I guess many of us know for giving an opportunity to do so. It's really, really a great platform. I guess there are a lot of them, like Backroute and. Um, integrity but i i mostly was using uh hacker one they had great support they had one of the best customer support ever until the war started yeah uh so here's what happened i think it was like march 4th when well it was like february 28th when i got my bounty paid so it was after 20 december 24th and um after that I had some questions and all of my, I have quite some uh, Russian hacker friends uh, who also used HackerOne. And uh, we were questioning like, what is going to happen now? I guess we cannot be paid uh, because of the bank sanctions, but what about banks that are not under sanctions? What about, uh, for example, right? If I have my account, can I uh, withdraw to a card which is outside of Russia, outside of Belarus or Ukraine? Uh, or should I like make another account? And what happened is, uh, as a teenagers call now ghosting, like they literally refused to communicate. They did not answer a single email. I wrote uh, to them on Twitter. I wrote to them in uh, in customer support. They even created this uh, email called sanctions at hackerone.org, which they do not respond to. I mean, okay, I understand. There are horrible, horrible things are going on with my country. And I understand that you don't want to to do business with Russians. However, it might sound ridiculous because the companies I used to work are all Western and I kind of made the Western companies more secure than less so. Uh, But they refused to talk. They refuse to say, even please stay put. Uh, we are investigating on the ways how we can or cannot work. Heck, even like, sorry, we don't work with you anymore would be more than nothing. And this re- was really surprising because why would you treat your uh, the people who bring you money like that, right? Because it's kind, of, it's companies, it's hackers, it's it's they're working together. This is very weird. Uh, also, that is like my off off grid work, so so to say. Yeah. My main work, uh, we are expecting hysteria in the Russian IT sector uh, because we don't know 
what companies will stay, what companies will not stay. Uh, GitLab has pulled out, but I get messages from my colleagues who use GitLab that everything is working fine. Maybe it's a matter of uh, not prolonging the license. Maybe it's some other matter. I don't know. I really don't know what happens behind the scenes in here. Uh, but and there have been talks uh, by GitHub. Uh, there is like a large thread on GitHub uh, with the community discussing should or should not or should not pull out. And uh, hopefully they stick to their promise not to. But already I get um, my uh, customer, well, soon to be my ex-customer, is a tax service. We deploy kind of some databases and so on. And uh, there was like this uh, hysteria of uh, creating our own version control, creating um, really, we, we Russian call it on the knee, like when you script something on the knee and go, for example, your homework and go show it to your teacher uh, on the knee uh, version control. Like what, yeah. why would you do that? And it's, it's, uh, it's tricky. A lot of, uh, a lot of people leave. I have um, my colleagues who are, have left already to you left have, the country. Yeah. Yeah. Left the country. Uh, some, due to political reasons, some due to reasons that, well, you are getting one salary denominated in dollars in one day. Uh, tomorrow, something horrible, let's hope not, but let's assume that something horrible might happen and uh, your salary cut, get cut, uh, gets cut into. Even if it was extremely competitive before, it's not competitive now. That's first. Second, IT guys like to travel from what I get. They like to travel, to explore, uh, they live in the internet, and the situation is getting these guys disconnected from what they used to do, from their way of life, way of expression. Yeah. And that co really calls for everybody to at least think Really, I hate those people who even make uh, make make me think about like getting should I get there or shouldn't I? Because you know we have families here and and stuff and stuff. It's, it's terrible news. Terrible. It's very hard. I mean, and so like prices are going up. You're still getting paid though, except for like huge price increases on some goods. You still okay, yeah? Well, I am the lucky one. There are a lot of people who aren't as much so. And uh, they are right now living off the ideas, ideas that are x-rayed into their heads or they don't live by these ideas. They're just too afraid to, you know, to not to live by those ideas, as ridiculous as it would sound. So, yeah, but no, people are holding up. Uh, there was a funny um, poll which uh, asked citizens, like, how do you feel about this uh, insignificant uh, price raise? And everybody, people on 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 the street say, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine. We we are Russians. We'll cope." And so, so it's 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 strange. It's very strange. It's very strange, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's um, it's a very difficult situation, I think, for everyone. Like you, like you said. So, what what would you, as an individual techie, like a technical person, say to other technical guys around the world? I mean, you've done hacking on HackerOne and other platforms. What would you? say what's your opinion like you a lot of people say like people like you don't get the chance to say your say so what would you say and i mean say what you like don't panic and do your stuff that's what i would say because you know i'm a kind of uh elon muskish on this question like yeah. uh, let's all gather together and uh well of course solve the problems of the earth and then build a rocket and colonize the mars or colonize the moon or whatever 
So I'm kind of, you know, uh, of cosmopolitic ideas on this matter because, uh, you know, people should like have a higher goal uh, than their life. That's that's my, of course, opinion. And yeah. uh, building something beautiful, even if even little by little, uh, by by this little brick which you can you you can put into this onto this something beautiful is very important for everybody. That's that's the general message. That's that goes to Russians, to Americans, to UK, to Japan, to South Africa or Nigeria or whatever. Just you know, build your stuff. That would be. Let, let's hope that this political nonsense and uh, humanitarian nonsense will be sorted soon. And let's hope to like work together sometime in the future. I like my Western colleagues. I really do. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's so difficult. I mean, I um, it would be so much simpler in life if we just did technical stuff and we just worked on like GitHub. That would be much easier. Indeed, um, indeed. So thank, thanks very much for GitHub for not pulling out. This is this means a lot to Russians. Please know that. Oh, uh, there's one uh, important message to everyone who feels uh, justified to go out and wage DDoS war. There are videos, there are information about uh, some malware in uh, the pro-Ukrainian DDoS tools. Uh, well, there is malware in, in a lot of tools. Please use your uh, virtual machine. Because yeah. it's like super important that you get, don't get your data encrypted or something. There are reports of a very famous debalancer, uh, which uh, generally, you know, sends your request to Russian uh, websites and uh, target Russian infrastructure. Uh, there have been reports that uh, is, it is infected with malware. I, uh, if you Google, you will fi easily find proof on this. Um, also, there is like malware in all. Uh, in all pro-Russian tools, as far as I know, they will like they might install something bad on your computer. You don't want to end up in uh, jail for something that you didn't do, um, because you like for, okay, you you wanted to engage in the on what is considered not a crime yeah. uh, these days, right? But uh, what if it goes beyond that? What if it goes be beyond your control? You never know. And there's like a game called uh, Play for Ukraine. It's very, very popular gamification, which is basically 2048. Maybe you know the game, David, uh, like where you have to combine blocks to achieve 2048 and beyond. Uh, it uh, from time to time gives you pops up like uh, you just taken the largest e-commerce uh, company in Russia, whatever. I would not go to, into political things here, but you are essentially giving control of your machine when you're doing that to the person who operates this resource. So uh, it is very important that you do understand that and you un understand the consequences which you are taking, giving yourself into. So this is one last uh, security precaution I would like to share. Thank you. No, I think it's really important. I mean, it, some, it, uh, the, the problem is you might think you're doing something and actually what's happening is something else in the background. Timur, I really want to thank you for sharing and, um, you know, for being so honest about things. And um, please stay safe um, and look after yourself. And hopefully we can catch up, you know, again sometime. It'll be great to, you know, get... It's always nice from my point of view. I love getting viewpoints from people around the world because... You know, we're a bunch of technical guys and girls and we're, you know, based in all, all around the world. So hopefully I can get you back sometime. All right. Thank you very much, David. And please, people, take my opinion with a grain of salt, shall you? Always be critical of, about what you hear, right? That's brilliant. Thank you.